Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. And I am here once again in my home recording space so that I can give you guys a little more food for thought, a little something to think about as we continue to move forward through this crazy thing that we call life. So, as I get into what I want to talk about this evening, my inspiration came from earlier this evening in class. I was leaving my school for the day, and uh, one of my students had had one of those classes where he couldn't remember his left hand from his right hand, and his feet were all over the place, and his hands were doing their own thing, and his head was going in a different spot, and he couldn't seem to remember what he was doing. He wasn't getting good cooperation between his mind and his body. And of course, there's a myriad of factors that could go into a class like that. It could very well just, you know, be a long, crazy day, a level of fatigue, something going on mentally. There's plenty of things that can add up to make one of our classes like that. But then, invariably, what happens is we beat ourselves up for it. And and that's exactly what he did. Uh, He was talking to his classmates as he was getting ready to leave and he was giving himself grief about how he had done in the class. And all of them reminded him, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. And he said, well, I have to because no one else will be. There's only one man in the mirror. And though he's very, very accurate, it's something we have to be cautious of. And I, But I think this beating ourselves up is something we can all relate to. I don't know about you guys, but I know I have definitely had days where I said or did something dumb and I think about it all day long, right? Whatever the circumstance may be, you're in a situation, like, I don't know, I remember silly things that I said incorrectly or or a bad idea back from like elementary school. Like, I remember them back, those awkward moments where you were supposed to do one thing and you did something else, or you made a mistake in front of everybody, and you remember those mistakes vividly, oh, so vividly. But then, what we have to remember is that, you know, our our reactions afterwards, those are the things that that are like like the bigger problem. I don't know, I have days like that these days. And I'll be sitting, I'll be stewing about it all day, about the stupid thing that I said, or, you know, I, I should have said X when I should have said Y. And sometimes it's an innocuous thing. Sometimes it's, you know, I said something in front of my kid's class, and I had one of those little Freudian slips, or I made a little mistake saying something, and as a result, instead of saying something serious to the kids, I wound up saying something that got a little bit of a laugh, that wound up being kind of a joke. And then all day... Every class as I'm getting ready to explain something, I think back to that moment. And it follows me home. I'll tell my wife about it when I get home. And then, like, I'll be getting ready for bed. I'll be brushing my teeth and I'll be staring at myself in the mirror. And I'll be thinking about, you said that stupid thing. You said that stupid thing. You said that stupid thing. And then even when I get into bed, like, I'll I'll go to close my eyes, but I'll just sit here angry. (laughs) I'll just lay there and I'm just, just angry 
about the stupid thing that I did. I'm thinking about, oh, you did that stupid thing, and you know that's going to be the thing that the kid's going to leave to the class today, and that's what they're going to tell their mom or dad, and blah blah blah, yada yada yada, you know, whatever the negative thoughts are. And I'm going to beat myself up about it. And when I think back about the you know the week at the end of the week, again, I'll continue to beat myself up for it. But the question is simply, why? And the answer is very simple. Because when it comes down to it, uh, we always want to be at our very, very best. Right? I think we all hold ourselves, even if not to super high standards, we all hold ourselves to a certain degree. And when we don't meet that level, man, oh man, that disappoints us. You know, embarrassment or disappointment, those are heavy feelings. I mean, think about it. When you were a kid, if your parents were scolding you and they said to you that they were angry at you or that they were really upset with you, that hurt. That really hurt. But what hurts way worse is when your parent looks at you and they say, you know, I know what you did and I'm not even really upset. I'm just disappointed. Ooh, that's like the kryptonite to the kid, right? Your parents threw that out and ooh, that was like the death blow. Man, that hurt, that hurt deep, right? And that, why? Because that feeling of disappointing someone, of not being who they think we are and who we pride ourselves on being, that's a difficult proposition for us to wrap, wrap our head around, right? I think it's a good thing to hold yourself to high standards. You know I do. And it's something I talk about on a very frequent basis. But we have to remember that as valuable as it is to hold yourself to high standards and as valuable as it is to want a lot out of yourself, we also can't beat ourselves up for when things don't go so well. I'll give you guys an example. Right? Like if I have a young kid who's in one of my classes and that kid is generally a pretty good kid. And that mean, what I mean by that is most of the time, the vast majority of the time, the kid behaves themselves, they listen really well, they try really hard, they put in a great effort, they're not silly, they don't play around, you know, they're really serious all the time. When I have a kid like that, every kid, and even those really good kids are no different, where they sometimes have the class where they're just off, where they're just being a goofball. And on those kids especially, I let them know when they've had a class that wasn't up to par. That doesn't mean that I come down on them and I yell at them all sorts of hard or whatever, but I let them know when they didn't meet my expectations. And that's important because if I don't do that, then that kid's going to chalk that class up to being on par with all the ones where they were really good. And that's not what I want whatsoever. Instead, I want those kids to be thinking about bouncing right back to who they are, to the person who is generally really good all the time. So if we understand that, then we understand that at the end of the class, when I'm talking to that kid as, as I'm getting them ready to leave, I'm not yelling at them. 
I'm not even hitting them with that kryptonite bullet that we talked about before. I'm not even hitting them with disappointment. Unless they were really, really bad, of course. I'll look right at them and I'll say to them, you know, you and I both know today wasn't your best day. You didn't do your best today. Today is not the kind of class that got you the best it possibly could. But I don't want to remember today's class. I want this to be a class that you and I can forget about. And the only way that that is going to happen is if you come into next class and do way, way better. So we're not going to think about this class anymore. All we're going to think about is next class where you're going to be fantastic. All right, so next class you're going to do better? And invariably they all say yes. But why? Well, simple, because when we harbor in that negativity, it's no good. Right? We avoid then things instead of trying to move ourselves forward. See, the worst thing that a parent could do when a kid had one of those days, if I had to be hard on the kid, the worst thing the parent can do is then go home and be hard on the kid as well. Right? If I see that parent being hard on them, uh, don't get me wrong, I can't control what happens when those parents get in the car with them or once they get uh, w- once they get home. But I'll watch what's going on when that parent first interacts with that kid. And if I see that parent is going to be really hard, I'll let them know, you know, me and your kid, we already talked about it. We already know that what they did wasn't good. So they're going to come back and give me better next time, right? And I'll point at the kid and the kid will always, again, say right. Because now if that parent beats them up about it, now what happens is their class is a negative memory. It's got negative feeling attached to it. So as a result, when they think that way, when they think back to martial arts the next time, they're going to think negatively. They're going to feel those bad feelings of myself or uh, the parents, uh, you know, being hard on them or whatever. And as a result, it's going to turn them off a of class. Like I remember uh, Tiger Shulman telling us this story one time, and it, it's it, it chalks it helps us wrap our uh, heads around the silly reasons that kids will will get thrown off course or will start to have those feelings where they'll say to their parents. I want to quit. So years ago in, in Tiger School, when it was just you know his one individual location, he had this family, and I, I forget they were they were European of some kind, and um, the mom used to bring the kid late all the time. Always the kid was brought late by the mom, and the kid was very very good. But in a very short time, when the mom kept bringing him late. It wasn't too long before the kid was saying to mom and dad that he wants to quit. So Tiger gets in the office with the kid and he's talking to him a little bit. And as he's talking to him and he understand, he starts to understand a little bit more about the family. Well, dad's really into being on time. I believe dad was like a watchmaker or something like that. But something very strange. Maybe it was military and he bought the kid a watch or something like that. I forget th- this exact logistic, but either way, I know the little kid wore a watch most of the time. Why did he wear a watch? Because in, his father instilled in him that one of the greatest dishonors you could be to yourself was late. So now, 
he's dishonoring himself by being late every time he's late to martial arts class. Why? Because mom's not bringing him on time. So now he's getting the negative over and over and over. And that's what he starts to associate with martial arts. So it wasn't long before that kid didn't want to come back. But of course, Tiger talked to the mom and explained what was going on. And pretty soon that kid was on time. And once he was on time, there was never a problem again. Now, as adults, we have to be aware of this as well. Negative self-talk can be a tremendous problem. It can be something that haunts us. All right? Again, I think we all have those, those you know, comedy movie moments where we say or do something that's not that smart or that we regret later or that we uh, think about afterwards. Oh man, I should have said this instead, or I should have done that instead. Like we've definitely all had that, where you know you're having the argument with the person, and then it's six hours later, and all of a sudden the zinger that you needed in that moment hits you six hours after you had the argument, and all you're thinking about the rest of the night is, I wish I just said that. But again, as far as with ourselves, and as far as the way we beat ourselves up, what we have to remember is that every human being makes mistakes. It's a really easy thing, and it's a really human thing to make mistakes. And if we don't make them, we're not growing. I always say that you show me someone who's never failed, and I'll show you someone who's never tried anything worth doing. Why? That's always what they used to say about knights, right? Knights with the shiniest armor had never seen any battle. Well, it's exactly the same. You show me someone who's never made any mistakes or never feels you know, negatively about something they did in the past, then I'll show you someone who's stayed within their comfort zone for forever. Which sounds nice, but where's the personal growth? I don't think it exists. Right? But when someone does make a mistake, all they're doing is they're setting the stage for learning. Every failure, every mistake is a lesson if you let it be. The biggest problem that people have is when they make mistakes and they continue to make more and more mistakes, never learning and moving forward. There's that old expression, fool me once, fool me twice. Why? Because you shouldn't make that same mistake a second time. It just shouldn't happen. Instead, what should happen is that you should learn from that first mistake and not make it again. Well, it's the same when it comes to that negative self-talk, that way we sometimes beat ourselves up for not doing our best. Why? (laughs) You already feel bad enough. That would be like the parent yelling at the child again after the coach had already corrected them. To what end? All we're doing is reinforcing negative feelings. Instead, we have to remind ourselves of a couple of things. A, we're human. Human beings fail. Human beings stumble. It's normal. Human beings have bad days. They have off days, even at what they're best at. Even when it comes to, you know, like if I'm teaching a class, I know there are sometimes where I'm like, ooh, that class... That wasn't my best class. I don't know what happened, but 
I couldn't find my words. I couldn't keep the kids' attention. Whatever the case may be. Right? I know that those happen sometimes. And as much as I want to be hard on myself for them, what I work on all the time is forgiving myself for them. Understanding that just like every other human being, 100% effort is all I can ever ask for myself. But 100% effort does not guarantee 100% outcome. That's just not the way life works. You know, being around martial artists for as long as I have, I've been around a great many fighters. And I've seen a great many fighters who prepare 100%, who do absolutely everything right. They eat perfectly. They train perfectly. They rest perfectly. They do everything leading into the contest perfectly. They do everything they can to be successful. And then the success doesn't come. They get caught with a punch or a kick or, you know, they get out strategized or, you know, they take a chance and a chance doesn't pay off. And the worst thing that fighter can do is sit around and focus on what went wrong and only think about what went wrong and not think about the most important thing. How to improve from what went wrong. Right? If you're a fighter and you're stepping into the cage and you made a mistake and you kept getting caught with that person's right hand over and over and over again. Well, yeah, understand what you did wrong. Understand the negativity there. But don't sit there and beat yourself up about it. Because what good comes from that? Instead, focus on what it's teaching you. It's teaching you that you're vulnerable to that tool and that you need to fix that mistake. It's the same with everything else. When we wallow on those bad days where things didn't go according to plan, how are we ever going to appreciate the good days? That's why training consistently is such an important thing. Because when it comes to anything that we do, not every day is going to be an A-plus day. It's just not going to happen. I don't care if it's working. I don't care if it's driving. I don't, I don't care if it's training in your martial arts, exercising, jogging, you know, playing with your dogs, whatever it is. You think about it, and it's an activity. There isn't a one of those activities where 100% of the days are going to be A-plus days. There's going to be some stinkers in there. There's going to be some days that are Ds and Fs. They're just going to come. But if you're going to sit there and be hard on yourself about them, all you're going to do is manifest that next D or F day that much faster. It's coming right again. Why? Because you willed it into action. Instead, let it be the lesson it's meant to be. Learn from it. Realize that when you're having those days, you got to slow down a little bit. you got to temper yourself a little bit. You have to do what you have to do to get that day's best. Every day's best is not the same. But what can be the same is your ability to forgive yourself and not sit there and beat yourself up about it. That way, every day, you get a little bit better. If it is one of those off days where it was that you know, one out of 20 classes where it just didn't feel right and you, know, you didn't know your elbow from your ankle, that's fine. We all get those sometimes. But if you're positive with yourself, 
you'll be able to move on and get right back on course. You'll be able to keep moving forward. You'll be able to learn the lessons that are there. And you'll be able to make some strides forward from it. Those bad days, they're just like when you're on a path towards success and you encounter failure. Every failure on that path towards success, that becomes the platform for the next step that you're able to build and pull yourself up. So, when you have that hard day, when you have that off day where you're just not yourself, that bad workout, that bad day at work, that bad day with your kids or your spouse, remind yourself that you're human. Forgive yourself. And then keep moving forward. Replace that bad memory with a good one. That way you'll be able to get right back on the course. Learn the lesson and move forward. Sometimes the lesson isn't always clear. Sometimes it's just a bad day. And the lesson is that we're humans and sometimes we just have bad days. So when those bad days come come through, remind yourself of it. Remind yourself of the fact that you're a human being. Everybody feels this way sometimes. And simply move forward. So that's all I have for you guys this evening. Or this week, I should say. As always, you guys can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. You can find my school online. We're at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. Uh, With that, you can also find the podcast on Instagram at TSSmithtownPodcast. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. And until next time, my friends, I'll see you guys on the mat.